Welcome to the podcast of Christ Church in Town in Jacksonville, Florida. We are seeking the renewal of all things in Jesus Christ. Towards that end, we are committed to cultivating personal transformation in Christ, an uncommon fellowship of racially and economically diverse individuals, and the flourishing of our neighbors. To join our local body in membership or financial support, visit ChristChurchInTown.org. earlier this morning, we're continuing a sermon series uh, in the book of Exodus. And so uh, this morning, our brother Willie uh, Addison is going to be opening up God's Word as we look at Exodus 34. So I will leave this to Willie. Thank you, Dave. We will stand for the reading of God's Word. The Lord said to Moses, cut for yourselves two tablets of stone like the first, and I will write on the, on the tablets the words that were on the first, which you broke. Be ready by morning, and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me on the top of the mountain. No one shall come up with you, and let no one be seen throughout all the mountain. Let no flocks or herds gaze Graves the opposite of the mountain. So Moses cut the two tablets of stone like the first, and he rose early in the morning and went up on, the Mount, on Mount Sinai as the Lord commanded him and took in his hands two, stone, two tablets of stone. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquities and transgressions, transgression and sin. But who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the father's on the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. And Moses quickly bowed his head toward the earth and worshiped. And he said, if now I have found favor in your sight, O Lord, please let the Lord go in the midst of us, for it is a stiff-necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for your inheritance. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray for your blessings upon the word today. God, we come to hear and to see you through your word. Open our hearts and our minds so that we may receive from you. Speak, Lord, is my prayer in the matchless and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. When I was in the Marine Corps, we had weekly inspections, and those weekly inspections, you received the white glove treatment. We would, someone would come in with a white glove on, and they would go along our sill, uh, window sills, and they would be checking for dirt. They would even go in our closets, and they would even open our drawers, and they would look in our drawers, and 
as a young Marine, I wanted to know why y'all got to be all up in our space like this. And, and, and the NCO that was there said, see, when you get up and close, when you get up close and personal about people, you, you learn a lot about the people. He says, and when, if we can see how you live, then we learn a lot about you. So this is what I see with Moses today. Moses has asked in, in, in chapter 33, Dave told us last week that Moses has asked God to show me your glory. In other words, Moses is saying, let me get up close and personal with you. Let, let me find out who you really are. So God responded to Moses like, you can't see me like that. You can't see me like that. No man can see me and live. So, so God tells Moses that what I'll do is I'll hide you in the rock and I'll let my backside pass you. And, and that way you can, you can see me, but you can't look at me. You can't see me face to face. So this morning we're going to see God showing Moses just who he is. God shows Moses just who he is. So we, we see that the passage tells us that the Lord descended and stood with Moses. He's descended in a cloud and stood with Moses. I said before, this is not the first time that we've seen the Lord descend in a cloud. He, he covered Mount Sinai, listen to this, y'all, and he was an audible voice from heaven. He, he spoke to them. And even in the wilderness, he was there with them. He was the cloud that was with them during the day and fire by night. He, he was there. So God had already shown himself. Dave pointed to us last week that the cloud was also on Mount um, Transfiguration. When it was, look, they, that, that place was so good. They said, Lord, we just need to stay here. Let, let's just build tabernacles and stay here. So, so the Lord had already shown himself in, 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 in the form of a cloud. Now, I don't know about y'all, but being hid in a rock, being, being, being put off in this mountain and, 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 and God hand covering my face and, and God passing by. I don't know about y'all, but I got to believe that Moses was feeling all right. Yeah. I, I believe that there was some excitement there. I believe there was some joy. I believe there was some unexplainable joy happening with, with Moses. And, and, and I'm sure if it was me, and I got the feeling good, I'd been like, Lord, that's enough. That, that, that's enough. You don't, you don't need to do anything else. You already showed me who you are. I'm, I, and, it, and it feels good. You ever had a, a good feeling inside of you? And, and you said, I, I don't need anything else. This, this right here is good enough. I believe Moses was at the place where he said, Lord, this is good enough. This is good enough. And oftentimes, that's what our worship experience is like. All we want to do is get a feeling. And if we can get a feeling, look, y'all, that's good. Don't, don't miss me. Don't, don't miss me. That, that's good. But I think something greater happens to us in our worship experience. I think something God don't want to just leave us with a feeling. Are y'all with me? Because our feelings, y'all, we fickle. Y'all, our feelings are like Florida weather. In the morning, it's winter. Are y'all hearing me? Midday, midday, it becomes spring. 
And in afternoon, y'all, it's the summer. And at night, we get a little autumn. That, that's, that's how, that's how we are. Sometimes we're happy. Sometimes we're sad. Sometimes we can even become outraged. And then other times we can be nonchalant. Oh, in the same day. So I'm glad that God don't, uh, my Christianity, my, my relationship with God is not based on how I feel. See, see, I believe the best part of any worship service is when the word is spoken, when the Bible is open and the word of God is proclaimed. I believe that's the best part of any worship service. Yes, I like to sing. I like us waving our hands. But I think something happens. Our hearts are touched. Our ears are open when the word is proclaimed. Can I get a witness in here? There's nothing like God's word being proclaimed. So this, this is what happens. Moses felt good, but I'm glad God didn't leave him just feeling good. God spoke to him. God said to him, Moses, Moses, the first thing God says to him is the, is the Lord is passing by Moses and he says to him, the Lord, the Lord. He is speaking now like he spoke to Moses in Exodus chapter three. What he's saying is that I am that I am. Y'all, y'all remember Moses says that that if, if they who should I tell them sent me? Who, who what shall I tell them your name is? He says that I, I am that I am. What he's saying is, is that I am the God who does not depend on anybody for my existence. I am the God that, listen, that's an eternal, immutable. He says, I am the God who had a covenant with your forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's who I am. Are, are y'all following me? He said that I am it. Besides me, there is no other. Then God says to him, listen what he says. He says, I am merciful and gracious. Man, that, that's good stuff, y'all. Y'all, y'all, that, that is good. He says to him, I am the Lord. I, listen, he says, the Lord, the Lord. He says, I am who I am. Then he says that I am merciful and gracious. What he's saying is, I, uh, I am a God who's rich in mercy and grace. What he's saying is, I'm a God who's full of compassion. I, I'm forgiving their iniquities and I'm not destroying them. Y'all, I don't know about y'all. There, there are times that God could, could, display his wrath to us. But because he's a forgiving God and because we're covered. Amen. We don't we don't see his wrath. Don't y'all know that God, God was telling Moses that I'm, I'm a forgiving God. I'm merciful and I'm gracious. You, Moses, you ought to know. I could have destroyed my people for building, for making a golden calf. Hello, I could have I could have destroyed my people for mumbling in, in the wilderness saying that. Why did he break us out here? Well, there's not enough graves in these. I could have let my wrath rage against these people, but I am a merciful and gracious God. Y'all, y'all want to know what mercy is? Mercy is this, y'all. Mercy is us not getting what we deserve. 
I'm going to give you an example. You know, if, if you're speeding, you know, I, ha- I have to revert back to my law enforcement days. If you're, speed, you're speeding and the police officer pulls you over and, and you know you were speeding. Anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Unless all y'all are always driving the speed limit. You, you know you were speeding. And, and, and the officer says to you, you know why I pull you over? No, sir, I don't. <laughs> Am I by myself? Quick lesson, let him tell you why he pulled you over. <laughs> so, so he pulls you over. He tells you that you were speeding. He takes your license. He walks back to his car. And he comes back and he has this thing written out. And he gives it to you and he says, this is a warning. This is a warning. You guilty. Uh, y'all, you hear me? You deserve the ticket. But he gives you a warning. That's mercy. Anybody ever received any mercy from the Lord? Truth be told, we all ought to be dead and gone. But because of his mercy, because he's merciful to us, we're here today. What, 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 what about this? He, he says that I'm, not only is he merciful, he says I am gracious. Y'all, I've watched this TV show called Caught in Poverty, um, Providence. Y'all, y'all see that? And this judge, he, he is so kind. He, he is such a kind judge. People come to his court because they're guilty. They come, listen, they, they, when you come, you're guilty. He, he plays the video of you running the red light. He plays the video of your car being parked in the no parking zone. When you come here, you are guilty. But the judge, at the end of the show, at the end of his case, he says, you know what? I received the letter and he begins to to read the letter. And sometimes it's for uh, uh, one case. One case in particular was a mom who, who was expecting and she had a little child with her and she was guilty of parking in a no parking. And she had tickets that racked up hundreds of dollars. And and the judge pulls out a letter. He says, you know, I received the letter. And it was this letter was written from a lady who wants to help a single parent, who wants to help somebody who's struggling to pay their bills. And so at the end of the case, he takes the money. This lady puts money in the letter. And and, and the judge says she left. She put this check in the letter and she wants me to use it for somebody who's deserving of it or somebody who's in need of it, not deserving of it, but in, in need of it. And brothers and sisters, when I tell you when you're guilty, but somebody else pays your fine, that's called grace. Are y'all with me? Mercy is not. Listen, y'all. Mercy is us not getting hmm, what we deserve. But grace is us getting. Yes, 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 yes. Grace is us is, is us getting something that we do not deserve. So God is, he says, I am merciful and gracious. Y'all, that's good stuff. Then he says this, I am long-suffering. God is slow to anger. Y'all, there will not be a single person here if God was, got as angry as quick as we do. 
Am I right? Aren't you glad that he don't have a short fuse? Aren't you glad that he's patient with us? All of us, everybody in this room, everybody in this room is is a wonderful, wonderful beneficiary of the fact that God is slow to anger. Am I right about it? God is not like us. Y'all, we want to exercise judgment and we will do it quick. Can you imagine our mind? Have you ever wondered, like, you're looking at people and you're wondering why, 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 why they get to do whatever they want to do? And nothing ever seems to happen to them. Ain't none of y'all ever said that, right? You ain't, you ain't never looked at somebody and say, why every time they be doing wrong and don't nobody ever catch them? The same grace and mercy. Are, are y'all uh, hearing me? Listen, we got to be careful when we say stuff like that. Because we are in no position to look at anybody and wonder why they haven't received judgment. Because we, too, we, too, deserve God's judgment. But he's good. He's he's he is long suffering. As a matter of fact, Scripture says that that he don't want nobody to perish, but he wants everybody to come to repentance. Is that good stuff, y'all? Isn't that good? That, that God gives us an opportunity. He, he doesn't just, I'm glad he ain't just sitting in heaven. Waiting on us to mess up so he can squash us. Y'all, y'all would have never known me. I would have never known you. If, 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 his, if his anger, if he wasn't slow, if he wasn't slow to anger. He says this, he says, I, I am that I am. I'm merciful. I'm gracious. I'm long suffering. Then he says, he is, he is abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Y'all, that's good. He is full of love, y'all. He never runs out of love. That's good, y'all. That's good. I I remember as a kid, I remember as a kid, Y'all might not believe this, but I used to be a little rough around the edges. (laughs) So my daddy said, boy, my patience is running thin. I knew, I knew that if I kept on the road that I was on, there would be some unpleasant trouble, some unpleasant attention coming my way. Are are y'all following me? I understood what he meant. He says, my patience is running thin, son. And and I I think about this. It wasn't that he was not loving me. It was the fact that he had done told me over and over not to do something. And, 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 And it seems like my ears will not work. And I already told you what he said before, right? Hard head makes. Yeah, yeah. So so he was letting me know that something was finna happen to me. Not that his love was going to change. Are y'all following me? But there was something that was going to happen to me. And that's what God is saying here, that I am full of love, that I never run out of love. He says, listen, the love God can listen. There's nothing that we can do to make God love us anymore. 
And there's nothing that we can do to make God love us any less. Y'all, that's good stuff right there. That is shouting stuff right there. That is stuff that we need to lift our heads and tell him thank you. Because I already told us we're fickle. Today, we one way. Tomorrow, we're another way. But God does not change. His love for us does not change. Now, y'all, I stand here to tell y'all that I have taken Hebrew 1 and 2. And, and I'm proud to say that I only remember one word. <laughs> ain't no shame, ain't no shame here. I remember one word, and that's hased. Are, are y'all listening to me? That is the word for God's steadfast love. In the English language, the best we can come up with it is faithful. That God, God is loyal, that God is faithful, uh, that, that it means faithful, it means loyal. But when we apply this word to God, it means God is consistent. His love is unchanging. Y'all, that is good stuff, y'all. That is good to know that God's love for me never changes. It is good to know that it is God's hesed, his hesed that, that brought the children of Egypt out. It was his hesed that didn't destroy them after the golden cow. It's his faithfulness, his love to them that he makes them his chosen people even after they strayed. It is his love that endures forever. God is reliable. God is dependable. He's telling Moses just who he is. And I don't know about y'all, but this makes me happy to know that God's love for me will never change. It makes me happy to know that God is merciful and gracious to me. I am happy to know that he is long-suffering. Now listen to this, y'all. He says all this. He says that he's full of steadfast love. He's, He's faithful. Then he says this, that he, he, he's forgiven iniquities and transgressions and sin. God is showing his goodness toward us. Aren't you happy? It, it, it's there. It's happy. I, I'm happy that he has a forgiving character. Listen to what he says. I will forgive your iniquity and transgressions. He's saying, listen, I, whatever you do, I, I, I'm forgiving you. Y'all, forgiveness is so important to God. Does anybody remember what the first words of Christ was on the cross? Anybody? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Listen, y'all, aren't you happy about that? That, that, that God gives us opportunity for forgiveness? He said Christ on the cross. He's nailed to the cross. He got our sins on his back. People on the ground marking him. He says to the Father, forgive them. For they don't know what they do, y'all. Forgiveness, he, forgiveness is part of God's nature. It is who he is. He is a forgiving God. He says he's, he's forgiven the iniquities and transgressions and sins. God, now, I, I want us to be very clear. I want us to hear me very clearly. That while God is, is, is merciful and gracious, while he is long-suffering, listen, while he, he is, he forgives our sins, he, we need to know this, that God's not going to overlook it. He's not going to overlook our sin. God, God, God will not annul his justice, y'all. It is simple. Simply put, y'all, unrepentant sinners will be punished. We cannot live our lives the way we want and expect God just to overlook it and forgive it. 
God has a perfect character, y'all, why he's a forgiving God. And he wants us. He wants us to come to to repentance. He wants that for us. His character is so perfect that it demands justice, y'all. So God, God made a way to forgive us. He made a way, and that way is through Jesus. See, our sin, our sin debt must be paid. Jesus, when he died on the cross, I want us to hear this. When he died on the cross, he paid our sins. Because of his death, righteousness was accredited to us. He, he's telling us, he's telling us, y'all, I'm, you, just, you, just can't, you just can't get away with this. I'm gracious. I love you. But y'all, if we're unrepentant, y'all, y'all some, we're going to be dealt with. We're we going to be dealt with. There, there, there's, then he says this, there's no way, there, there, there is uh, no means that he's clearing the guilty. God, God, God wants us to understand that while he, he's gracious, while he loves us, that y'all, judgment, judgment comes. If we commit a crime, just because we, we, we say we're sorry, we got to understand this. Just because we repent and we say we're, we're sorry, it does not mean that the consequences of sin is not there. He says this, that he visited to the children's children, to the third and fourth generation. Y'all. God, God is saying that, that there's some natural consequences to sin. Y'all, there, 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 there is this case. There was a, a police officer in Dallas, Texas named Amber Geiger. She, she shot and killed a man in, that was in his own home. And, and y'all, we saw a picture of forgiveness. We saw a picture of forgiveness when, when that lady cried and she apologized. She said that I killed it, I shot and killed an innocent man. And, and y'all, on the day of her sentencing, his, his brother was on the stand and he asked the judge, he said, Your Honor, can I, can I hug her? And he, the, the judge said yes. The, the female judge said yes. The brother of the victim, he left the, st- he left the stand and he hugged her and he embraced her. She, she asked for forgiveness. Are y'all with me? Forgiveness was granted to her, but there was still a punishment for the crime that was committed. So what I'm saying to us, brothers and sisters, we are blessed that God, that there are some natural things that has to happen because of our sin. If we get in a car wreck and we've been drinking, y'all, there's a punishment for that. You can say you're sorry. You can ask for forgiveness. Forgiveness can be granted. But there is a punishment that is tied to it. Now, listen to this, y'all. Moses hears all this. He hears of the goodness of God. He hears that that God loves us, but he's not going to let us go. He's not going. The consequences of our sins remain. Are y'all following me? Listen, what 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 I'm saying is now we're saved. We're eternally saved. But but naturally, there's some consequences to our sin. And and God says to Moses and he he tells Moses all this. Y'all, let's look at Moses response when he hears this. Now, remember, I told you Moses got to be feeling good. He, he, he got to, there ought to be some, some unexplainable emotions going on with Moses. And, and when God says this to Moses, it says that Moses quickly bowed his head and worship. So what I need us to get, if we get nothing else today, that after we have been in the presence of the Lord and after we feel good, 
But something has to happen. We need to hear the word. And what the word is proclaimed, they have but one proper response. And that is to bow our heads and worship. If he's been good to you, y'all, when you hear the truth, you ought to say amen. If he's been good to you, you ought to wave your hands. If the word has been proclaimed, y'all, we ought to sing. We ought to laugh. We ought to have some joy. But our proper response is that when we hear from the Lord, we ought to worship him. We ought to tell him thank you for making a way out of no way. We ought to say thank you for being merciful to me. Thank you for being gracious to me. Thank you for being long-suffering toward me. The proper response is worship. He bowed his head and he began to worship. Then he said, God, be with us. Be in the midst of us. Forgive us for we're stiff-necked people. Y'all, 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 we ought to say, Lord, I'm hard-headed sometimes. I want my way, Lord. But be in the midst with us. Be in the midst of us and make us your people. That's what he said. That's what he said to the Lord. He said, be in the midst of us. What he's saying is don't leave us. We need you. We lost without you. Every now and then you ought to say, Lord, I need you. I'm lost without you. My way is dark without you. I don't know up from down. If you leave me. When our eyes have been open, worship ought to occur. When our hearts have been touched and our ears have been unstopped, we ought to worship him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for who you are. We thank you for your love, your kindness, your mercy, your grace, and that you're long-suffering toward us. God, we simply pray today that you, you would reveal yourself in a way that's so wonderful and so powerful that we see you through your word and that worship is the automatic response. So help us, Father, to worship you and to praise you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in town, please visit our website at ChristChurchInTown.org.